now in the mighty name of Jesus. Anybody that has been bound up and tied up with any kind of situation and any reason to restrict prostrate and deny them of this garment, we stand in the name of Jesus Christ. We set the loose even now. We command by the power of Jesus' name that they connect with us together in prayer to stand to declare the word of the Lord, to know the wisdom and the knowledge of God's doing in our midst and all the strategic activities that the force of darkness is trying to cloud against the saints of God. Tonight we stand in the name of Jesus Christ on the victorious ground, declaring our victory stand that we rise in the name of Jesus. We advance in the name of Jesus. We progress in the name of Jesus. That every situation that is not of God, we plead the blood of Jesus Christ against those struggles of the enemy in the mighty name of Jesus. May the freedom from God be given to the sons of God in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Father, we honor you in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. I want us to continue to pray and ask that tonight, by the grace of God, the wisdom of God will be imparted in your life. That God will speak to you in a language that you will understand. Wherever you stand, by the grace of God, because of this knowledge that will be imparted to you, the Lord will help you to grow in Him. You will advance in Him. You will become observant about the devices of the enemy. The Bible says that we should not be ignorant about that. And so tonight you want to pray that the hand of God will bless you with wisdom and knowledge from his word in the name of Jesus Christ. Let's pray. Let's pray. Please, let's pray. Let's pray. The wisdom and the knowledge from his word to bless your life. Spirit of God, together as a family, we continue to pray, oh God, and we ask in the name of Jesus Christ that let the wisdom and the knowledge in the word of God be imparted upon our life and into our spirit. Let our spirit be enlightened to know the wisdom and that which God wants us to have and to understand even in these days and this time that we are in. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we pray, Almighty God, that let your glory, let your grace, let your power, let your favor, let your anointing, let your hand, O God, rest upon our lives, we pray. We yield our members unto you for your divine impartation of wisdom, for your divine impartation of grace, that we can be able to understand what the device of the enemy is, where he is operating, the areas he has captured, and to use it for the sins of God, or to help the progress of the kingdom's activity. Tonight we pray this to God. Let the glory of Christ, Mahadeh, embrace of a let your wisdom of God abound towards us tonight. Let your grace increase in our life. May we rise in God. May we grow in Christ. May we advance in the Spirit. In the mighty name of Jesus. Let every limitations be removed. Let hindrances be removed. Let those who are bound be set loose. Those who have been given tasks, demonic tasks, be removed from that task in the name of Jesus. Let a burden be taken away. Let the people of God have their liberty to serve God freely from the bottom of your heart to glorify God. For the knowledge of the word of God, let it bring divine light 
and illumination in our path in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you. We honor you. We celebrate your goodness even in the land of the living. We give you all the honor that is due to your holy name. You alone deserves to be praised. There is none like you, God. You are our Father. You are our Lord. You are our hiding place, our shield, our buckler, our provider, our everything, oh God, our joy, our source of hope. Tonight, speak to us, oh God, for we are ready in the name of Jesus Christ. Let your spirit administer the things that we need to get into our soul, into our spirit, Help us to grow and to advance in you. We trust you, Jesus. We believe in you, oh God. Let your mercy prevail, oh God. In Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' precious name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Emmanuel. Emmanuel. Yeah. Our greetings is that we shout Emmanuel and we say the Lord is with me. The Lord is with you. The Lord is with us. Hallelujah. The Lord is with us. Anywhere that you invoke the name, automatically heaven responds. Hallelujah. So don't be silent about it. That is our, our name everywhere we are. That is our greetings everywhere we find ourselves. And that is our covering. Hallelujah. So when we invoke the name Emmanuel, you say that let the host of heaven to be with you wherever you are. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. I want to thank God for your time and for your effort to be with us tonight. I'm grateful to God for him giving you the opportunity and the joy to be able to be with us tonight to study the word of God. Hallelujah. When it comes to the knowledge of the word of God, uh, a lot of people don't want to know that. Amen. They prefer the prophetic encounters. And it's coming this Friday. Prophetic encounter is coming. And I want to encourage you that anything that you want to get yourself into in terms of prophecy. Please join us. Let's together celebrate the goodness of God through prophetic encounters. And those of you who were there for the first prophetic encounter, I believe that you, you saw what was happening, divine positioning. And from that time, we can see ourselves advancing and growing in God. Hallelujah. But tonight, I want us to focus on these areas that the Lord has laid on my heart for us to get into. The knowledge about activities, the operations of satanic world, where the, there are about 26 major areas that the Bible talks about, that the, the forces of darkness, those who are against the saints, those who are trying to fight your life. There are 26 major areas that the enemy uses or his Operating through to affect the progress of the kingdom of God, especially you. you. You have become a target to him. Every time you rise up in the morning, he is scared because he knows that this young lady, you don't mess with her. This man, you don't mess with him. Hallelujah. And so he's doing anything possible. Hallelujah. The Bible says that he does not sleep until he sees somebody uh, backsliding or somebody falling. So people of God, we've got to be observant. We've got to be vigilant. We have to know the things and the devices of the wicked one. That's why the Bible encourages us that we should not be ignorant about them. Amen. So tonight, uh, we have taken upon ourselves for a couple of weeks now, trying to decipher some of these operational activities of operational grounds, so that the moment you see them operating, is like, aha, he is here. <laughs> he is here. 
the enemy is here. So you, you, can, you can be rest assured and get yourself ready and to deal with the matter quickly. Hallelujah. Amen. So people of God, it is not to scare people and to let them feel that they are inadequate. No, it is rather to inform and to give you a sense of knowledge about some of these operations, because it is not so, uh, some of them are very delicate. Some of them are also very obvious, but that is the strategy of the enemy. He works with stealth. He tries to hide behind situations, behind uh, 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 covens, behind activities, and begins to operate and find ways and means to hurt lives. Hallelujah. So whenever you see somebody fighting you, don't, don't, don't straight away fight the person back. No, no, just chill, relax, because something is behind the scene. There is an operational activity going on behind the scene, and that is where you want to get to. Hallelujah. And begin to work your way out there. And most times on your knees, you make your declarations uh, and you will see some of these things happen. I'll be posting online on, on TikTok and on, on, uh, on other uh, platforms about the, the access code to your divine um, uh, spiritual grounds, uh, how your voice becomes your access code in the realms of the spirit. Uh, I have dealt with that. And um, I think that it is, it is proper to post it for people to be blessed. So please go on Spotify and look for this, the name of the church there. Um, just type in Emmanuel Christian Assembly uh, and you will find some of the messages that we have dealt with already. If you find it and you find it interesting, you'll share it with others. Hallelujah. Some of them, there is prayer preceding the word. So you will hear prayer going on for some time, 10 minutes, 5 minutes or something like that before the word comes. So please don't be discouraged when you hear prayer going on in the moment you turn the thing on. Please don't be discouraged. Just pray along and it will build you up to the word of God. And when you get there, you will understand some of these things why we have to be praying like that. Amen. So we want to continue uh, the operational grounds or the operational uh, activities that Satan has been using to head the church of God. Amen. So we, we finish at number 10 on Sunday. Today we continue in number 11. Hallelujah. The Bible says, according to Luke chapter 22, verse 3, and John 13, verse 2, that the enemy enters into union with others against God. The enemy, he enters into union with others against God. So, for, for example, those who operate in occultism, those who do other activities that is in the satanic world and all that, they are in league or in alignment with forces of darkness to hurt the work of God, to hurt the people of God, to hurt the community, to hurt the environment. I, I was listening to one of my messages not long ago, and, and it, uh, I was talking, uh, it was a prophetic message that was coming and about some of these things that was going on. And I understood, that, oh, wow, the Lord began to reveal some of these things to us way before they began to come out. So we should have been praying more and be fasting more to be able to avert some of these things. But hey, we will still continue Continue, hallelujah. So what the enemy does is this, that he tries to find a union. He tries to find a gap. He tries to find people who are weak in their faith, who are not serious about God. And then he uses them as a means to be able to use things to hurt God, to hurt the people of God, to hurt the, the activities of the kingdom. So the Bible says in Luke chapter 22, verse 3, that 
somebody like uh, uh, Judas will have to open himself up for the enemy to use him to hurt Jesus Christ, to, to, to expose Jesus Christ to uh, those who are looking to kill him. To sell him out, you know. So people have got to be careful how you sell yourself out to things that does not benefit or build the faith up in you or does not build the church of our Lord Jesus Christ, the body of Christ. The moment you see that what I'm doing is not going to benefit the kingdom, it's not going to advance the kingdom, it's not going to benefit the kingdom. Know that the enemy may be behind somewhere. He's trying to gain advantage of you, to use you to hurt God. Hallelujah. If you look at it carefully. The Bible says that Judas was part of the four. He was part of the elite that Jesus Christ had selected. Can you imagine that those who were close to even the son of the Most High God, Jesus Christ, our master, he, the enemy, opened, found ways and means to get some of them to hurt uh, Jesus' ministry. So, people of God, we are not too far off. We've got to be careful. That's why we have to be observant, be vigilant in our dealings and anything that the Lord puts in our hearts. Hallelujah. Point number 12. The enemy sends messages to defeat the saints. According to 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7, the enemy, he sends messages to defeat the saints. Sometimes the words that comes, the words that comes, the statement that you hear from people, uh, that alone can break your heart. And the moment your heart is broken, all of a sudden your defenses are loosened up and then the enemy finds ways and means to wedge in there. Hallelujah. That is why you've got to be careful. The words that you hear, we have always been advising people that be careful what you hear. I don't give myself to all kinds of stuff, especially music and all those kind of uh, testimony. I don't give myself to them. I thought, I, I, I'm a little bit protective about what I hear. Hallelujah. Because of what I know. Amen. I know how the enemy can use some of those things, the, the visual activities, the audio activities, the, the, the information activity. He can do everything with everything. So please be careful what you see, what you hear, and what you, you feel in your environment. Do not allow them to enter too much into your heart, but always let them pass through the, the, the sift of your, your faith in Christ. Let it pass through some kind of obscenium me mechanism in your spirit so that before they get to you, they have been already been dealt with by the grace of God. Before any message gets to you, you those message passes through the blood. Hallelujah. <laughs> I like it that way. I prefer the sound to pass through the blood, the sight to pass through the blood, the, the activities, the emotional, all those things. I prefer them to pass through the blood. Then I can gain advantage of understanding what is going on. If not, I may react instead of responding. Hallelujah. There are two different things. Reactions and response. There are two different things. If you don't take care, you will react instead of responding to the matter. Hallelujah. So the enemy tries to send a message to defeat the saints. Point number 12. Number 13. He hinders the gospel. Anything that does not allow the gospel to progress, whether it's a law, 
that has been passed by the parliament or by people in authority or at workplace. I remember when I came to United Kingdom first, and I remember there was a nurse who was struck out of the nursing career because he, she had a crucifix on her neck. And a patient wasn't pleased with that. And so uh, it became a whole lot of issue and she had to be struck off, off the, the, the nursing, her nursing career. And, and yet other religious people have the audacity to even worship in the hospitals. You know, worship in the hospital, but the moment you do anything about the Lord Jesus Christ, it is it is an affront against the enemy. So they'll do anything. So they use that as a means to silence the people who had the faith of our Lord Jesus Christ in the hospitals and in other areas of the governmental um, position. So people of God, the enemy tries to do anything anything that will allow the gospel to progress. He will do anything to halt it. So he hinders the gospel in any way. So anywhere you find that the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ is not making a headway and any small effort that you take, people uses it against you and they, they begin to bash you because you have pronounced Jesus. Some people at my workplace, the moment I shout Jesus, they, they will say, hey, that's blasphemy. They will tell me it is blasphemy. And yet they can swear a bruise, I mean, they can swear a proper swear where that it can break machine down. And yet they, that is allowed. That is acceptable. Hallelujah. So people of God, that is some of the things that the enemy does. He sees the gospel and he will do anything to stop it. As chapter 13, verse 10. Uh, is there uh, so we've got to be careful and first timothy chapter 2 verse 18 also helps us to understand some of these activities i want you to write these scriptures down because it's very vital it will help you to understand them you go back in them the reason why i'm not quote, uh, reading directly from the scriptures is because of time else it, it will take us too long a time and i don't want us to 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 waste too much time in these activities the information you gain you go on it and keep building your faith in Christ. Hallelujah. Number 14, mm -hmm. he steals the word of God from men, lest they should, they should believe the word of God. He steals the word of God from men, lest they believe the word of God. He does anything to steal the word of God. Mark, uh, Matthew 13 verse 19 speaks about it in Luke chapter 8 verse 12. The Bible says that so are, some of the word will fall on the grounds or different kinds of grounds, uh, uh, stony places in a, a shallow um, soil place and also in a good solid grounds and all that. And these are the activities of the operations of the enemy that the word of God that will build you up. The word of God that will increase your confidence and faith in your Lord Jesus Christ. He will do anything to steal that from you. So he will create an environment. He will create a factor. He will set things going on so that what it is that will make the word of God become like you don't want to feel like going to reading the Bible. I want to know how many people have heard the Bible or listened to the Bible today. You see, you will realize that mm, today I haven't heard any word from the Lord. Hallelujah. I haven't listened to any message from God. I wish it, it, that is some of the satanic mechanism. It will keep us busy. Even when the message comes, he will create an environment for you to forget and all the things that will make life difficult for you not to go into the word of God, to know it for yourself. He will deny you that fact. He will create a factor to steal that joy from you. So the Bible is encouraging us that 
we've got to be observant in those areas. The moment you have lost track, you have lost interest, you have lost joy from listening or even helping yourself to read the word of God. The moment you lose those confidence and those joy in that, it means that Satan is trying to steal things away from you. And I don't want you lose the opportunity. I don't want you. I don't want you. People of God, here in Manor Christian Assembly, our desire is that every single a word of God comes into our lives. Amen. Every single day, a word of God comes into our lives. In the name of Jesus Christ, so that everything that is not of God can be able to be weighed on the scale of the knowledge of God's word in our lives. Hallelujah. If you have the word in you, when he shoots his arrow, the word of God prevents and blocks the work of the enemy and it gives you a, a sense of floating grace that you, you float above the storms. The storms may come, but by the word of God, the enemy gains no advantage, no strength over you. Hallelujah. So don't allow the enemy to steal the word of God from you. Amen. Number 15, he creates miracles. The enemy uses miracle as a weapon, according to 2 Timothy chapter, uh, chapter 2, verse 9. He uses miracles to create an atmosphere that your mind switches from the true word of God and your focus becomes the miraculous and your attention becomes the miraculous. Listen, we are we serve the God of miracles. Our God is a God who does the things which are unthinkable. Satan, I told you that we'll be learning the origin of Satan. He used to be in the very abode of God. The Bible says that he was the one that protected the glory of God. So he knew, he knows what it is to be in heaven. Somebody, one of my brothers in faith was saying that if Satan would get the opportunity today that God will give him the chance to repent, he will be the first person to, to repent and ask God for forgiveness, but there's no chance for him anymore. Hallelujah. There's no chance for him because he was a created cherub. So he, he doesn't have the chance just as we do have as sons and daughters uh, of the kingdom that we were born with the flesh. And anytime we make an error, we sin, we have the privilege of being able to ask for forgiveness and then connect back to God. Satan hasn't got that chance. His angels hasn't got that chance. <coughs> So we've got to observe these things that he he's, he's so much envious of our position. Satan and his cause, they are envious of our position as a child of God, as a daughter of God. That is why they are taxed. That is why there's so much man. That is why there's so much difficulty, uh, financial insufficiency, trouble in the marriage, difficulty in our children, attacks everywhere, our finances here and there. He's trying to buffet you left, right, and center for you to lose your grounds of faith in Christ, then you give up your faith and then you lose the opportunity to see your God in his uh, return. So he will do anything. So the Bible is helping us to understand that he creates a miraculous environment so that you can see it. You go on um, uh, uh, Britain has got talent. We see men and women. One time I was watching one of them and this witch, a witch, I mean, she came as a witch. I don't know whether it was a man or them, but the voice was kind of bizarre. And he, she, the person came 
dressed as a witch, as a strange person, and did all kinds of mess on the on the stage, and they were clapping and and they were excited. I mean, and they, they wanted the thing the, the, that that person come back again to come and perform more stuff, and that's the environment that we are in. Anything that conjures miracles or magic films, uh, films and, and situations like that, people begin to, to draw towards it because it is a, a demonic attraction site that the enemy uses to entice people. And people will stand, oh, wow, oh, wow, oh, wow. And then they'll be going on and on and they forget about themselves. They forget about the things that's going on around them. The enemy uses to steal their minds away. So the Bible is warning us that whenever you see miracles going on all over the place, don't be too drawn into it, hallelujah. If Jesus Christ is not glorified, in there, don't buy into it. Don't allow it to steal your joy. Don't allow it to steal your heart. But focus on what Christ will give to you or you can do through Christ in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. So the Bible encourages us not to allow um, uh, miracles to entice us to move away because he can do all that. Mo uh, when Moses was trying to draw the children of Israel away from slavery, the Lord sent him to go and bring them out. Whatever Moses did, uh, the magicians of, of, of Egypt also did the same thing, and even more sometimes, you know, until a point where the limit now had to be cut because there is a limit to the grace and the strength they possess, the anointing of Satan. There is a limit to it. So he can't get to some level, but you, child of God, you transcend beyond all those grounds and those levels of the enemy. If only you know who you are and your position in God, and that will help you to be able to stand and gain mastery and, and, and victory in all areas. Hallelujah. Number, number 16. He contends with messengers of God, endeavoring to hold them captive. So people of God, according to Daniel chapter 10, if you remember the book of Daniel, that whenever Daniel uh, made any effort to progress in his activity as a governor, all the rest of the people, they conjure, they conspired, they, they worked things out to find ways and means to hurt Daniel. And to a point where it came that they had to find that the king will have to send an edict or create a law because of Daniel. And the king had no idea what he was doing, but the men, the leaders who were with him knew what they were doing. They were trying to find ways and means to, to frustrate Daniel from being able Able to continue the activity of his prayer, especially his prayer life. You know, his prayer life was the one that was really, really against these people. They did not like it at all. So they did everything to hurt Daniel's life, according to Daniel chapter 10. But God will always come through for his children if only we know how to be able to stand on our grounds in the midst of the oppositions of the enemy. So what the enemy does, the moment you see any child of God who is trying to project the gospel for Lord Jesus Christ, who is a child of God uh, preaching the gospel anywhere, ah, people of God, be careful. If you don't take care, by the time you realize the person is in jail or he's being summoned to a higher authority or stuff like that, I'm not saying that people will have to, so for example, some parts in Africa are early hours in the morning people will wake up and they would megaphone when others are trying to catch a little bit of sleep and they'll be screaming in the ears of others with the gospel. 
sometimes it's a very nuisance, but that is not a way to go about it. There are so many ways to go about it. You can be in your room quietly praying for the people and they can receive the hand of God. The spirit of God is the one that convicts the hearts of men. So if your prayer is on your knees and you don't go out there 4 a.m., 3 a.m. with a megaphone when somebody is now trying to catch a little bit of sleep and then you are screaming at the top of your voice. I've done that before. I used to be in Africa uh, doing all those things in, in the in the nineties, we've done all that. We go uh, uh, don't broadcasting and everything and all that, you know. But people of God, I want us to learn lessons from it. Let us use wisdom to be able to project the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Let's ask for ideas from the Holy Spirit, and the Spirit of God will help us to be able to learn lessons, learn knowledge, find ways and means to sell the message of our Lord Jesus Christ freely to as many as are willing to receive. It is the Spirit of God that convicts. Hallelujah. It's the Holy Spirit that convicts. It's the Spirit of God, not your voice, not the sound of your voice, not your countenance, not your actions. It is the Holy Spirit. You may do all that you want to do. If the Spirit of God does not touch the people of God, my, my dear, your effort will be a waste. So we always have to let the Holy Spirit be the one that goes ahead of us to be able to help us to do what we need to do. Amen. So please, I want to encourage you to see it that whenever you see there is an attack on you not being able to project the word of God, then Satan is involved trying to diminish the opportunity that you gain to be able to share the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Number 17, he hinders prayers. I go to Daniel, uh, uh, according to the book of Daniel chapter 18, he, he hinders uh, prayer, Daniel chapter 10, actually, 10, 12 to 21, Daniel chapter 10, verse 12 to 21. He hinders prayers. If you remember, Daniel was praying, the scripture says that he was fasting. Uh, in the day, the very day he made his mind to fast, that very day was the day the answer was released. And after 21 days, it took an extra effort of demonic, of, of angelic realm enforcement to be able to break the demonic forces of Persia for, for Daniel to hear his prayer. And, and, and as a gentle man of the angel of God will come and tell him that, listen, we, we came with the information the very day you started praying, but the prince of Persia was the one that hindered me from bringing the prayers to you. We will talk one day about prayer, hindrances to prayer. There are, there are quite a few areas that we will deal about. We will talk about hindrances. It can either, either be God hindering your prayer. It can either be Satan hindering your prayer. It can either be you hindering your prayer. And it, it can either be your environment. There are a few things we will talk about. It's about five or six of them. And also the prepositions in prayer, uh, how prayer ascends. You know, uh, we will talk about that also in the near future. So those of you who are interested in learning and having the knowledge of of God as a child of God so that when you stand on your grounds, you know who you are, you know where you are standing and be able to have command of your environment. By the grace of God, stay with us. Tell others to log on on all other platforms that we are on. We are on TikTok, on Spotify, Giza, all the platforms, Google, everything. We are there. If you go to Emmanuel Christian Assembly, uh, you'll find us there and you'll be able to learn some of the things that we have posted on there. Hallelujah. Amen. So the Bible helps us to know that every hindrance to prayer, most of it came because Satan is involved. Satan is involved. I'm not saying that every hindrance to prayer is through Satan. No, 
It can be you hindering your own prayer. It can be God hindering your prayer. It, it can be your environment hindering your prayer. So you need to know which one is which. So we will teach. I will teach you how how to go about it and be able to assess whatever is causing the hindrance, and then you begin to t- uh, take them one after the other. If it is God, if it is you, if it is Satan, mainly these three areas is what you need to know. The moment you know there is those three, if it is not you, and if it's not God, then it's him. It is him. Hallelujah. You go straight in there and work it out. Uh, hallelujah. The Lord will help you out in Jesus' name. Number 18, the Bible says that he sets snares for men to fall into it. He says snare, snare. It's like setting, setting traps. So the enemy creates a trap environment or sets traps for, for, for men to, to fall in. For example, agitation. Agitation is one of the major traps of the enemy where Satan can, it can hit somebody and the person can become so agitative. You can create an agitative, agitative situation in your environment that if you don't take care, you will react instead of responding. But you got to be always be careful. Anytime you see somebody messing about around you and is creating a sense of anger in you, begin to think twice. Hmm, what is the enemy trying to achieve in this place? What is going on in here? Is he trying to get me to get me into it or what? No. Always when that comes, begin to question yourself. And then when you get the understanding of what is going on, you begin to take prayer. By the time you begin to walk in the corridors of prayer, the enemy will find no place to stand. Then the weapons that they declare or whatever they have purpose to do, you know, because every time you are upset, anger, holds you, it weakens your defense mechanism spiritually. So be careful, your anger, deal with it. Then I was writing something out me years ago, I wrote something on, on anger. Years, 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 years ago, I remember an anger will force somebody to break their own thing that they use money to buy. Anger, anger is a dangerous thing. That's why the Bible says that we should be, but do not sin. And don't let the sun go down on your anger. And don't give chance or space to the devil. The Bible advises us in that way. So you may be angry, but do not sin. And don't give chance to the enemy. And don't let the sun go down on your anger. So the Bible expects us to be able to make amends quickly. Be able to clear our hearts quickly. Because every time there is that thing going on within you, if you sleep over it, it means that a, a feather gap is being made for the enemy to operate. So the enemy uses agitative situation. It becomes a snare. One of them is just one of them. Anger is just one of them. There are many other things, food, um, sex, anything. I mean, provocative uh, things online, on TikTok, on, 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 on social media, on YouTube, on people sending on WhatsApp, on WhatsApp messages, people sending stuff all over the place. Be careful. Always guard your heart and your mind. Hallelujah. Use something, the word of God, worship, prayer. Do something to protect yourself so that some of those things, even your eyes might set on it, but it will not keep or it will not attract you or capture you away from what you need to do. So people of God, it's a warning for us all to be able to observe that anytime any agitative situation is around our life, there's a trap that the enemy is setting out there. So you wonder what's going on in here. If you know that it's the work of the enemy, you just cast it out. Amen. 
You just cast it out. You command it out of your environment. You speak as a child of God with your authority, with your position that you stand on and say, now I command you in the name of Jesus Christ that take your hands off my business. Take your hands off my child. Take your hands off this situation. I command you, you speak as an authoritative person. That is what you are. That is who you are. You are a child of God. You are not, you're not a mere person. The Bible says in Corinthians that we are ambassadors for Christ. Hallelujah. An ambassador for Christ. I was listening to the ambassador uh, from um, Russia to UK and they were questioning him, Clive. Uh, Clive was questioning him about the, uh, the ongoing wars and the man was speaking with audacity and authority that what was what is going on now is justifiable. Killing thousands of souls is justifiable. And the ambassador was justifying the situation. And, and I, my heart was shaking. I said, wow, wow. So the, the thousands of souls for men that are perishing, the man sees that fit to, for it to happen. I hope one day she, he himself and his family faces that and see how his judgment will be. People of God, that is how it is as an ambassador. He, he began to stand in the defend what his government is doing in somebody else's country. So people of God, that is your position. You've got to stand strong, but we don't go there to destroy. No, we stand in there to defend, protect, and save souls. So when you see yourself in those environments, stand on your grounds. You're a child of God. Command your position to be in alignment. If you're seeing a child, if your daughter is messing about, you stand on your grounds. You command your position and say, hey, Satan, take your hands off this one. You put your hand upon them. Say, no, now I command you in the name of Jesus Christ. Align to the will of God concerning your life. People of God, if we fail to do these things out of fear, out of um, uh, shame, out of embarrassment, or your child will see you fight and praying for him or her. No, 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 no. Listen, if you give birth to the child, you have the right to pray for them. You have the right to command your destiny to be in alignment. Yesterday, a mother called me. She said, my son is telling, um, uh, I've forgotten, I've been 21 or 20 I've forgotten which year. So she called out of the blue. It's been a while since I, I spoke to her, but she called out of the blue. So, man of God, I believe you. I want you to pray for my son. It, today is his birthday. So I, I took the privilege of packing and, and praying for, for him and, and all that blessing and him. The mom felt the need to ask for help for prayer. So people of God, don't keep quiet. If, if it's not good, just pray about it and the Lord will help you out and save the situation. Amen. So you can keep up some of these scriptures from 1 Timothy chapter, uh, chapter 3, verse 7, and 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 26. Uh, that is the areas the enemy can set snares to hurt the church or the people of God. Amen. Number 19, he causes uh, diversions and blinds men to the gospel. So people, instead of you getting understanding of what the scripture is, he puts all kinds of caveats and all kinds of things. And sometimes they even take some of the words out of the scriptures and they quote half of the Bible and leave half of it and uses it as a weapon to blind the people. Hallelujah. That's all it is. That, that the enemy tries to blind a lot of people. That's why when, when I, I don't argue with people whenever they say they don't, there is no God. I don't argue with them because I know that they don't know a lot of things. I know that the enemy has blinded them so they should not know so my job is to open the eyes of their understanding to know 
the hope of God's calling concerning their life. That's my job. So what I have to do is to pray for divine enlightenment, that Lord open his eyes to see, touch his heart to understand and to even perceive, touch his mind to be able to get into the place of inquiry. And by God's grace, I've managed to win some of those kind of battles in many, many places. Hallelujah. So please do not argue with them. Because if you are arguing with somebody who is blind and they think that what I'm wearing is, is blue and it's purely white and he says, no, it's not white, it's blue. Yeah, because it's blind. He can't see. He cannot see. You know, it, it's amazing that men can stand in the go through public, uh, uh, school and everything and, and come with PhD, doctorate degrees and all that and say that there is no God. It's amazing that you realize that a, a, a cow eats green grass and produce white milk. And yet they say that there's no God. Hallelujah. Amen. So one day one of them was arguing like that. I don't believe in God. I don't believe in God. I don't believe in anything. And then I said, okay, that's fine. No worry. You don't have to believe in anything. And one day he was saying something. I said, I don't believe that you have a mother or a father. So how dare you speak to me like that? He's an elderly person. I said, yeah. Oh, I think that you are, you, you, you are an offspring of somebody's imagination. And now you are in existence. You are working here as my, my, my leader at his company. And unfortunately, you don't have much, much, much wisdom. I mean, I was just a bit raw. But with Jovial, they say we, we, we create just not to be, to be disrespectful, no. But when, when, when I said that, that I don't believe that you have a parent. If you had a parent, I don't think that this is how your life will turn around and all that. He, he, he felt uh, he felt insulted. It is a, it's an English, English matured man. He felt insulted. And I said, that is it. And then I drew him back into the things of the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. I said, that's what it is. That you say you don't believe that there is anything. So it means that this world that we are living in, the watch that we are having, nobody created the world. There's no watchmaker. You know, so this this remote control that I have in my hands, there's no there's nobody who created the remote control. There's no nothing like that. There's no company. But it just came out of it, out of out of uh, the big bounty or his. Then now he realized that he, he, his wisdom or knowledge about whatever fact he had was just stupidity. So he began to think. So from time to time, he would keep coming to me and talk. We talk about this. So you see, it takes time. For God to unveil these things, it can take a second for the Spirit of God to also remove the same thing. But what the enemy does is that he tries to blind people from being able to know the truth about the gospel. So on your prayers, when you are praying for those seven people that you are trying to invite to come on this platform, to connect with us, to pray, ask that the Spirit of God will remove anything that is covering their sight, anything that is covering their heart, anything that is covering their understanding, so that they will have the reason and the joy to connect with us. If you do this prayer, the Holy Spirit will do his job and you will see your seven people on here and God together will celebrate him. Amen. Hallelujah. Number 20. He causes double-mindedness. That's one of the major weapons that I struggled with, double-mindedness, that I could not focus to take a decisive decision. And today I'm careful, like my mind is on here and my, my thoughts is on there. So there's a sense of indecision that can hurt you. By the time you realize you have wasted a lot of money on things you are, because you are, you are all over the place, you can't decide. Double-mindedness. The Bible says that anyone who has got that double-mindedness, you will never gain anything from heaven from God, because there should be a sense of focus and a zero in on one thing with God, hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. I, I like it the other way that the apostle will say that I forget about the past, that this just, this, according to Philippians, say just this one thing that I do, I forget about it. So there is always one thing that you've got to do. Zeroing in. But Satan will put too many thoughts. Oh, should I marry now or shouldn't I marry? Should I stand in here or shouldn't I stand in here? Should I go for this job? Or, you know, but if you ask, if you are in doubt and you're not sure of, let the Holy Spirit be the lead. Put the responsibility back on God. Let God be the one that will judge the situation. The Father, I'm not too sure about this, but I am trusting you to be the one that will lead for me. And so whatever outcome that comes out of this, you be the one that will help me out. So Satan creates double-mindedness so that we cannot focus in doing what we need to do. In James uh, chapter 1, verse 5 to 9, the Bible talks about it. Say that anyone with a double-minded, you can never receive anything from the Lord. 21. He causes doubt and unbelief. Unbelief and doubt. It's one of the, 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 we have dealt with it. I have dealt with how to win yourself away from doubt and unbelief between your mind and your heart. That is where that thing lies, in between your brain and in between your heart. That is where doubt and unbelief in there. It is residing. So if you know how to work the two together, sometimes your mind will understand, but your heart will not. And sometimes your heart will, will be there, and yet your mind will not be there yet. So you find ways and means to build the two together. Hallelujah. And, and God will help you to be able to win the, the battle. Uh, the Bible says in Genesis chapter 3, verse 4 to uh, 5, where Satan will come in there and say, has God said? Has God said? Hallelujah. As God said, anytime that you, you, that kind of doubt comes in there, leave it back onto God and say, Father, I'm not too sure. So I leave it onto you. You make the decision. You make the choices for me and I will follow. And by the grace of God, the Lord will help you to rise above the occasion. Amen. Number 22, he causes darkness and oppression. So anywhere there is darkness, darkness and oppression, remember that Satan is in there trying to find ways and means to make life difficult. Hallelujah. Amen. According to Corinthians chapter 4, verse 4, 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 4, the Bible says that the enemy can create that situation in there and hurt your life. Uh, also, number 23, he causes uh, deadness and weakness in the faith. And if your faith is weak, and dead. Remember, there's an attack on your faith, on your confidence in God. And so what the Bible expects us to do is to begin to build yourself up in your most holy faith. Whatever it is, you can start with prayer. You can start with fastings. You can start. I was advising a brother no long ago. And the brother is going through all kinds of stuff. And I was saying that, my brother, let me help you out. But the brother will not allow. So I, I had to pull back. You know, everybody has the right of, of, of their choice. So I had to pull back. Until the brother came to me in confidence, asked me, so what is your opinion? What do I do to come out of this mess? It's been over 10 years now. And then I said, okay, this is what you need to do. And then the Lord gave me revelations about what to do. So I told him, I said, yes, I feel that. I, I saw that a couple of years ago. And I felt it could have been. And I said, yes, yeah, so do 
this, do this, do that. And if you need my help, I can help you go through the journey. And so he was excited and leaving my presence. I mean, it was something that was an elevation for his heart. And I was pleased with God for that, you know. So people of God, the enemy tries to create a sense of deadness in your life and weakness. So you can't stand on your feet to be able to do what you need to do. Anytime you feel weak in those areas, begin to realize that Satan is involved. The enemy is involved somewhere. Hebrews chapter 6, verse 1, and also chapter 9, verse 14, help us to understand those areas. Hallelujah. Number 24, he causes delays and compromises. The enemy causes delays and compromises. Yes, there are times we don't see things happening the way we expect them, but anytime there are delays in things in your life that you can't see things happening, remember that something is holding it up there. The enemy is involved somewhere along the line. He's holding things down. He doesn't want you to go through the progress of victory. So whenever you see delays, ask yourself so many questions. The Lord, where is this coming from? Is it from you or from my mistakes or from him? If it's between you and God, you can make a mess. But if it's between the devil and the situation, what you do is stand on your ground. Determine the one who must get the results. Hallelujah. You either decide that or allow the enemy to continue to hold you down in the place of delays. No, I don't believe that you have to keep on being delayed in your progress or your progress or your advancement. No, I prefer that you arise every single time you want to go. So if it's not happening, just begin to pray against the spirit of delays that is holding you down. Hallelujah. Acts chapter 24, verse 25, and chapter 26, verse 28, speaks about this. And number 25, 25, he causes division and strife. So everywhere from home, between marriages, division and strife from uh, in businesses, the division and strife in relationship with families and, and friends and all that, uh, husband and wife. It's all about the satanic works. It's not of God. It's not God. God, that is not his job. His job is to create love, bond of unity, understanding. So whenever you see strife going on, according to the Bible, remember, he is behind. The enemy is behind that thing and begin to work against that and fight against his First Corinthians chapter 3, 1 to 3, and First Peter chapter 5, verse 8 speaks about it. And the last one, he makes war on the saints. He makes war on the saints. That is anytime you see that this one is under a severe attack all over the place. For example, the life of Job is a typical example that everywhere there was fight from business, from um, relationship, from friendship, from here, everywhere there was an attack because the enemy had waged war. And every time there's a war going on in your life, please don't be silent to invoke your guardian angels. Let the angels be standing there with you and to defend whatever belongs to you. And by the grace of God, you will win the war and gain your victory in Jesus' mighty name. So these are the 26 major areas that the enemy has been operating. So this part number three about satanic operations, that, that is what we've got to look into. Every time you see them happening, always begin to take God and begin to stand on your grounds and let the work of God and the word of God prevail in your life. And you see the enemy fleeing from you. That's why the Bible says that resist him and he shall flee from you. So thank you so much for staying on tonight. Here, the other operational activity.
things of eternal world. Hallelujah. Thank you. I hope this has been of a blessing to you. If you feel that you are being blessed, if you get the link, please share it with others. Maybe their lives will be transformed. The links on last Sunday that we did, the first 10, we have already posted it online. It's on TikTok or it's on YouTube. It's on other places. So please connect with others over there and let them share with others over there on Spotify. If you don't have Spotify, please download it on your system and like our pages and everything. Hopefully, it may bless somebody. Somebody's life will be um, transformed. It may save somebody's soul and somebody can be able to give God the glory that is due. So today, that is the assignment the Lord gave me to come and share with you those rest of the 26 of the satanic operations. God bless. And thank you once again.